Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you and anyone else who celebrates. What the Happy fuck are you holidays. Wearing? What are you wearing? What? What are you talking about? This is what I wore this last week. What are you talking about? Not what's underneath that. Oh, I'm just going to do this, the thing. I'm going to do the stripping thing. That was far too hairy. <laughs> it's the same on the inside. <laughs> now, before we came to this show, Scott looks like a reindeer for those of you that are listening. He's fucking weirdo. For our, uh, you know, our, our finger friends, <laughs> you know what I am. And I look sad and depressed. <laughs> Like a Tim Burton film. I see a willy and I want to paint it black. (laughs) It's been a rough week, but you know what brings me joy? Yes, but I don't think I should say it out loud. (laughs) 24 times, buddy. I'm surprised it's still bringing you joy. (laughs) And not blood. I've lost so much weight. (laughs) I love giving gifts. And it's been something that has gotten more and more impactful for me. I find more value in being able to share rewarding things with others. So we came into this episode deciding that we would get each other some gifts, right? Yeah, we, we've traded gifts before occasionally. You know, we've been friends several years now. Yeah, uh, like a decade. And I think that the, the act of gift giving between you and me hasn't always been a necessary one. No. It hasn't been something where we're like, I need to get you a gift to let you know how I feel. No, we're we're bros. We know. We know. We know. We just don't have to we don't have to talk about our feelings. But it's always nice to give gifts, right? Right. So, what'd you give me, Scott? I got you a gift this year, Willie, that I think it reflects the time we've spent together both in studio and out. It also kind of has has a little story behind, you know, how our relationship, how I see our relationship oh. and um yeah, so I hope you like it. It's it's actually a two-parter. So oh, here's here's the gift. Scott for actually Willie. wrapped it. Okay, okay. Oh, well, this is heavier than I thought. Yeah, I mean, you should be used to it. So just go ahead. Don't don't be shy. Tear into it. No need to be gentle. You since, got me balls. Yeah, since since we went golfing and I lost so many of your <laughs> balls, I figured <laughs> I would uh, I would give you what uh, you were missing. And what I uh, am going to lose, you know, hopefully sometime later this year. So, Scott, you got you got me 12 balls. That's right. Just one less than a baker's dozen. (laughs) And I appreciate that, even though we lost more than this. We we probably did. But things being what they are and just the way the world is right now. What color are those, Willie? They're white. That's right. And... Because I am... It doesn't mean it's right. It, I was <laughs> correct in, in... Okay. I anyways. am equal opportunity. Yeah. I am, you know, I'm of mixed origins myself. Yeah. I wanted to make sure that I didn't leave you hanging there. So... You got me something else? Here's... Here's some brown balls. <laughs> he got me some Lindor truffles. Chocolate, which has that nice, you know, milky colored balls. That's right. Uh, milk chocolatey balls. Salty, sweet, full of joy. Now, I did not have time to wrap a present. It's been a long week. <laughs> Willie got me the gift of trash. <laughs> you can definitely hear this on the mic, and I'm so sorry for that noise you're hearing. This is a, a bag from a company, a small local company called yeah, Target. Yeah, just, uh, you know, shop um, local, buy local. And I really do care about the relationship that we have as well, Scott. Thank it, you. Like, Appreciate it. You have shared with me your balls. And while I appreciate that, I think 
the one thing that I don't necessarily know if we had the opportunity to like come together on is like I'm sure over the past 10 years we have at least once. You look very comfortable, but I think you'd maybe feel more more comfortable with this. Oh. It's just a little thing to say that like the time how we could spend our time. That's a hoodie. You can literally throw it on the ground. <laughs> Whoa. This is Tell, tell me what it is, Scott. This is a uh, a satin pajama set. Uh-huh. It's for women. I figured <laughs> this would fit you. I was going to say the shorts look real short. I don't know if this is going to cover up everything. You didn't have to get me a, a sack of balls. I <laughs> think, I think I, you're going to give me plenty. <laughs> I couldn't, in all reality, give you something like this and think that it would fully suffice. So I did get you a real gift oh, as well, this Scott. this is not a real thing because I would rock. I'm, wa- I'm wearing a reindeer suit right now. I know. <laughs> I would wear this. <laughs> But Scott, you have done a lot for me this year, and I really wanted to get you an actual gift. Thank you. Appreciate that. You, uh, once, you got me like a little mini bobblehead after we saw... Star Wars? No, I think it was after we saw Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. And it's always stuck with me because I think it was like one of the first gifts you ever got me. But one of the things that's always impressed me is, one... Just the grandeur of your head, and that needs to be represented. But two, also, your love for Legos. I do love me some Legos. Whoa! Wow! This is an actual gift and not a gag gift. This is really cool. Thank you. I love Star Wars. I love Boba Fett. So, oh, this is awesome, man. And with his upcoming show, enjoy making that. Yes, I uh, I will. And uh, everybody at home, watch The Mandalorian, The Book of Boba Fett. This episode sponsored by Disney Plus. <laughs> Merry Christmas and happy holidays, all you ho ho hoes, and welcome to the front podcast of the internet. I have balls in my mouth. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> My name's Scott, and choking on those chocolatey balls over there is your friend Willie, which is clearly a euphemism. Welcome to the show. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to get any better. You know, I did get feedback about oh, our show. From who? Well, did they find us on our Insta? No, it's a little bit more personal to the two of us, Scott. Did they find us on our Twitter? What she said was, you Did they ha- find us on our TikTok? <laughs> we'll get to it. Ah, Just trying to see who's going to skip ahead early. We have... The personality of two high school boys. We also have the attention span of two high school what? boys. <laughs> I don't think she's wrong. Wait, that was the feedback? Uh-huh. She said it's adorable, but it's definitely the personality <laughs> of two high school boys. And for that, I say thank you. And if you want to see more of our personality, you can follow us all over the internet at where, Scott? On our TikTok. At sub for that podcast. On our Twitter. Sub the number four that. On our Instagram. At sub for that. And if you agree that we act like high school boys, you can S- just send us an email. Just do yeah. it. Use that. Let's see. What, what grade is high school? Seventh grade English Seventh literature. Seventh grade was high school for you? Tenth grade English there you go. literature <laughs> uh, class. And send us an email at there's at subforthat.com. Can we talk a little bit about schools? I don't think I could imagine being a school teacher today. Could you? Uh, no, I wouldn't want to be. It's stressful in so many ways. 
I have family members that are teachers. I have plenty of friends that are. But this week on the subreddit Black People Twitter, there's a post that says the trees of sass and burns has bore fruit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. This person, her name is Big Mama Energy, said, My daughter got in a little tussle with a kid and some water at school. She said that the vice principal started yelling at her in the office afterwards. The vice principal asked if she had anything to say. My daughter said, did yelling at me make you feel powerful? (laughs) To which she responded and said, let me get ready to homeschool her. There is so much to unpack here from the sass of this daughter to the homeschooling. But initial gut reaction, what do you think? What house does that young lady belong to? Because Slytherin. Ten points for her. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, isn't it cute how kids just mimic anything they hear at home? So at some point in time, this this young girl witnessed or was uh, at the receiving end of that comment. Mm -hmm. And I think it's great because if she witnessed it, she thought... Yeah, this does feel good. That person clearly had an edge. They were the alpha in that moment. Or they didn't feel good, but they saw they were on the receiving end and they saw that the other person looked intimidating. So rather than be scared by this stranger who doesn't have any value to her, right. why, she, she barely ever sees the vice principal probably, she decided to play the Uno reverse card <laughs> <laughs> and turn things around. I, I think it's interesting because... If you are in a position where you're not in authority and you have none of the power, the moment that that Uno card happens and you are like, this is it, it's like drop the mic and walk away. It feels so good. Do you recall any specific moments in your life? I don't know if I have any great stories because it's it's kind of just always been in my nature to maybe not say the quiet thing out loud. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> And I don't really ever see myself in those situations. It's a lot of internal screaming, Scott. Yeah, yeah. I let it out in the car a lot. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, no. Why didn't I say that? But maybe you do. You Maybe you have a good story. My favorite, especially when you work in soft sales retail, for those of you that are growing up that are like, I'm going to get a customer service job in retail, you might start yourself out at like a gap or something. Not a sponsor. Fall into the... Is that Was that an ad? From the 90s? Early 80s? I, 1800s? I, maybe all I know is I'm just mad about saffron for some reason. I hear Gap and Fucking I think of a different subject. Expensive. Saffron. It's yep. expensive. It's little. Good. Thanks for not hearing what I said. It's for the best, Scott. We're going to move on. So, I'm working at Abercrombie. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Never a sponsor. Actually, I like their clothes. Sponsor us, please. <laughs> also, yeah, no, their clothes currently are way better than they were in the past. I know this is not like a crazy endorsement, but like definitely worth it. I had this lady, this, like, oh, if you, especially if you've seen the Mighty Ducks, I had this Edina mom just, like, going to town on me. Wait a minute. That, that's a different story. She was pissed. (laughs) (laughs) You promised it was this big. It's only this big. And she's yelling at me about something super dumb because it's clothing. Who cares? And my response was, are you okay? (laughs) <laughs> is everything all right? She can barely hear me over the blaring music. And I'm like, is everything all right at home? I flip it right back to them. Because you know that they're not ready for it. They're not ready to be called on their bullshit. They're not ready to be shown a mirror 
Never. Oh, it hurts. It hurts when you're ugly on the inside, doesn't it? <laughs> Speaking of that, though, this last sentence in this post, for me, takes the post from hilarious and awesome that this daughter went out of her way to, like, just hit that principle. But she said, let me get ready to homeschool her. You can take this two ways, and you're mm, taking it one way. I took I it the other way. You did? Yeah. Tell me how you took it, because I'm taking it in the rear, and I <laughs> was not ready for it. Feedback given, feedback received, <laughs> acknowledged. <laughs> I think it was, I am so embarrassed that she is bringing my sass into the public sector. <laughs> I think we need to bring her into the home and not protect her. No, no, it's it's like in The Watchmen, you know? <laughs> All the prisoners, they're they're trapped in the school with her. Oh, so you think this is a case where the mom is like, I am so embarrassed that my daughter did mm-hmm. this. I need to now educate her. I read this as like, screw the vice principal. I can do this better myself. And boy, does that scream anti-vax energy if I've ever heard it. <laughs> this system doesn't know what it's talking about. This one very specific scenario happened to me this one time, and now everybody sucks. Like, not taking into any consideration any of the teachers that she has, any of her past experiences, the relationship that she's building. Frankly, the fact that she was able to have an argument with a kid and learn and grow from it, and instead says all of that's null and void because one person yelled at my daughter. Do the comments call it out? I think the comments are more or less on her side. I really like this person's comment that says, and then all of her friends clapped when she got back to class. Nice. VP. Now look here, you little shit. (laughs) Honestly, I think the vast majority of the comments are on the side of the mom in this situation. They do want to pull the kid out? Usually you pull out before a kid. Yeah, this is this is what happens when you don't pull out. You've seen those condom commercials. And speaking of things that aren't 100% effective at protecting... <laughs> it's only 99%? 99. Remember, kids and adults. Kids, don't listen to this show. <laughs> if you're listening to this show, parents, you, what have you done? This week in r slash technology, the post is titled Anti-5G Necklaces Found to be Radioactive. Radioactive! I saw this post from afar and read the title and got angry and I didn't read any further. You've got to tell me more about this. Buckle up because the Dutch Authority for Nuclear Safety and Radiation Protection issued a warning about 10 products it found that gave off harmful ionizing radiation. When somebody that has probably a wall full of PhDs, master's degrees, undergraduate degrees, has to go out of their way to say, y'all fucked up. You know you, you know you did. It urged people not to wear these products, which could cause harm long term. Because right now, there is no evidence that 5G networks are harmful to your health. The products identified included an energy armor, quote unquote, sleeping mask, bracelet, and necklace. According to BBC.com, the ANVS, which was that agency I read before, smart said, people, yep, said, and I quote, don't wear it anymore. Put it away safely and wait for the return instructions. How does a product get made that has so many negative... Con- oh, God. I, why do I even ask those questions? I immediately think of big tobacco. <sighs> yeah, I mean, if you think about it, we, we're doing the wrong thing. Right now, this podcast, we should just stop and sell fake products online. These people have to be raking it in. The person who made Pet Rocks... 
yeah. had to say, how the fuck did we do th- How did we do this? <laughs> X-ray specs, which were just cardboard cutouts with a little pinhole cut into them that made you, like, cross-eyed. Yeah. There's so much to unpack with this that, one, people are so willing to go down this weird rabbit hole of this person said to this person who said to this person whose little brothers, uncles, stepfathers, stepsister was stuck in the bathroom said, this would be a great product. It's just so bizarre to me, to us, I'm sure, that the truth is controversial in these types of cases. Like, it starts out with the fact that it has to be proven or disproven. So when something like 5G technology comes out, which is just like any other band that we've experienced before and been frequency with yep. our entire lives, somebody makes up a theory and everybody just hops on board. Says, yeah. yep, that's got to be right. It makes sense to me. Sounds like it's right. Must be true. Let's spread the disinformation. So I dated a girl in... Oh, we're you, happy for you. You know this person. It was in high school. What was her name, Scott? Uh, I believe you're, you affectionately called her crazy hot. Yes. Now, this was in formative years for myself, where sometimes you just stay in a relationship for all the other stuff, right? Personality be gone. I remember she had a $200 laptop and... Which back then was a lot. A lot of money for a laptop. You could just you could just walk in back in the day. You could walk into a Best Buy. You could spend $500 on top of the line gateway thing it moved <laughs> now i remember i loved technology from from the moment i was born i i was obsessed with the future technology it's because you've been bombarded with all them radio waves since birth <laughs> they're just in me i'm ready i am like the hulk just gonna die of cancer at a young age <laughs> i remember her going to the little menu bar where all of the wi-fi networks show up she was behind the times everybody had wi-fi around us at the time this is probably oh. 2005, 2006. Yeah, the little drop-down thing that shows you uh-huh. who's got a Wi-Fi network. And you see a bunch of Xfinities all over the place, right? Except it was Comcast back then. It was Comcast back then because they tried to market themselves differently because of all the bad press. And, and now s- everybody forgets that Comcast is a fucking sucky company. Not sponsored. <laughs> I remember her opening that up and seeing all of those Wi-Fi networks and immediately thinking, I'm getting cancer from all of my neighbors. So her and her mom, it's 9 p.m. at night. They got up in a panic and they went around to the neighborhood knocking on doors, demanding that they shut their Wi-Fi off. And how much longer did you date her? A few years, Scott. Oh. The the worst part, though, somehow that's not the worst part. (laughs) Anytime we would have to microwave something, she would hit start and run around the corner so that she had a wall between her and the microwave. The first time I ever watched... Did she think the dentist microwaved her teeth? (laughs) Is there a logical response to any of this? I do remember, though, standing in front of the microwave, watching her run away and go, what are you doing? She's like, that's going to kill you one day. Now, my favorite part of all of this... Is that you almost choked to death on a Hot Pocket. Jesus, Scott. Well, that escalated quickly. And no, for those of you listening, maybe. I didn't procreate with the Hot Pocket. <laughs> Do not put your dick in that. <laughs> Instructions unclear. Oh, God. But I've definitely had some low dating moments. And it's brought me to the age-old Tinder. Mm. Oh, yes. We've all been there. Others have had varying degrees of success. I said hi to maybe like three people that weren't robots. Are you not so thankful that that's not something you have to do anymore? 
Yeah, I mean, because right now I think it's all just bots talking to each other back and forth. They're just selling each other cryptos elsewhere or <laughs> buying each other's nudes on some site. But this week on the subreddit Tinder, there's a post that says, well, that escalated quickly. <laughs> and we've all had some ups and downs in dating. But this says, it's a, it's a conversation between two people. And it says, I'd take you to the movies, but I'd be afraid I'd get kicked out for bringing an outside snack. Oh, that's a good opening line that, for this gentleman. That's good. That's good. She agrees. All, she all the walls. women at home are like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Must have a big dick. <laughs> she lolls, to which he responds and says, I definitely didn't come up with that, but I'm still semi proud of it anyways. She says it's funny. So he knows he's in. He's got it. She's there. So he just goes with it and says, how's your Friday night? Nice and casual. This is probably something I would do. Yeah, you, you make them laugh and then you're like, all right, hey, conversation time. Let's have a real conversation. So she says, I'm just chilling. I haven't done much in the past year, so I have a question for you. Uh-oh. Fire away, he says. Would it be weird if I asked what what is going on over there? You can't even get it out. I don't know how it took. I, I it, You know, if I'm in this situation, I don't know how I can genuinely ask this I question. I have not read this, but I'm just sitting over here waiting, sweating in a reindeer costume. <laughs> I feel uncomfortable asking this of Scott since I bought him lingerie. But Scott, would it be weird if I asked to suck you off a few times? Whoa. I've been rusty and looking to get in a few reps. Now, <laughs> this guy's in our life. Guys everywhere listening to this, all right, just like had to pull over and like they're hyperventilating right now because like this is a situation that never happens. In this dude must be 6'5", uh, at least. <laughs> With um, proof. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but question for you before you go on. Did the song Dreamweaver immediately start playing in this dude's head? Dreamweaver. <laughs> I believe you can get me through the night. I think you and I have talked about this. I have never been in a situation where someone has flocked to me in that way. You've never had an alpha woman? Not in that way. Because that, that is somebody who's in control of, uh, of themselves and knows what they want. And they want the D. <laughs> so the top comment is the voice of the listener that says, we need an update. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and OP responded. Ooh. Oh. 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 He's not getting catfished, did he? Asked to FaceTime before even considering a meetup and no response after that. And I think you can draw your own conclusions from there. Yeah. He went noodling and he caught one. Or do you think they were just, yeah, no, no, it's got to be fake. Got to be fake. It's got to be fake. I mean, we've already discussed it a few minutes ago that Tinder is nothing if not catfish. Yeah. But makes for great uh, Reddit posts. And you got to imagine that something like that has actually happened. And for those of you that are symmetrically superior to the rest of us. Superior genes. Have you seen someone's Tinder where it's actually successful? I mean, I see all these Reddit ones and I can't believe any of them, right? Because for all I know, it's two people made accounts and just started swiping i don't know if it's left or right anymore (laughs) until they matched and then they could go back and forth and post it online i know plenty of people who have met online Mm -hmm. significant others and uh went on to have marriages so i guess i just i don't think i've ever heard of tinder used for anything but intercourse right and i am not one to discount 
that dating sites can work. I've definitely found success there. But I do think that it takes a very interesting, outspoken person to find the type of success that this post is alluding to. How, Scott? We can't do it. Nope. Rule one of the internet. Be attractive. What's rule number two? Don't be unattractive. <laughs> we fail. Rule number two. <laughs> well, actually, I don't know. We, I think we pass rule one yeah, from, from I think... a personality standpoint. But once we get to rule number two. Unless I continue to read our TikTok comments, then I don't know. I mean, to nobody, each their own. Nobody has said that Elon Musk is unattractive. Just a maniac. Yeah, just everybody hates him. <laughs> I can just be that maniac in bed. No, I can't. Well, I think r slash Tinder is probably one of the most entertaining subreddits that exists, and uh, I always get a good chuckle. Speaking of laughing, oh, yeah. this week in r slash World News, what? there's a post titled, North Korea bans laughing for 11 days to mourn the 10th anniversary of Kim Jong-il's death. Do you know anything about this, Willie? I, I mean, clearly our podcast is banned in that, in that country. I don't see. I don't think we've had any listeners uh, from either of the Korean peninsulas. But hey, Korea, Southside, we like you. I mean, technically, if you think about it, there have been some Asian countries that have listened to us. Yes, Russia. <laughs> that, is, that is correct. We have an odd number of listeners. Got to be odd to listen to this show. I think. Is that accurate? Is that the best way to define? Well, would was, they be considered? No, oh, it was. Uh, I think it was fifteen listeners from Russia the last time I checked. Right? Would that be considered? Asian, based on geography? Yeah, I think that is Asia. Okay. Russia is in Asia. Remember, you didn't study. You said you slept through it. No, Not... my brain just fell apart, and, Scott. And Australia looks like a dog, and that's that's all I learned. Somewhere there's a Mason-Dixon line. What are we talking about now? Thank We're you. talking about North Korea okay. banning laughing, Willie. Okay. Not that I think it was allowed before, because I don't think we've ever seen any North Korean laugh on video, except for the Supreme Leader. Have you seen those videos of where a performance will happen? Where, like, you'll get a, a BTS, a K-pop band that will perform. In, and it's these women who are rules of the internet rulers. And they're out there doing their performances. And it's, it's amazing. When it's in South Korea. Something that would make American audience just go nuts. Right. Like Harry Styles up on stage. The girls are dropping them. But this is silence. No, they're sitting there with their hands folded in their lap. No expression on their face whatsoever. Genuine question here. Do you think that that is a cultural thing? Do you think it's just like societally laughter isn't a big part of their culture? No, I think it's part of the brainwashing that they have to go through to be citizens there. You have to listen to whatever commands you are given. If they tell you not to have any expression or don't respond because they don't want to show that North Korea supports South Korea in any way, shape, or form, like that's what you have to do. Otherwise, you're potentially killed. This opens up so many questions that I've always had, and me being an idiot, I don't necessarily have the answers to them. So from one idiot to another, can I ask you some hard-hitting questions, Scott? Sure, go for it. Iran in the 1970s, before the Islamic Revolution, had all these people dressing like normal folks from the 70s. They're out there having a good time. Western with... civilization folks, yeah. Right. Well, even the people there. Like... I mean, normal such a weird word these days, you know. It's, you can't say, like, they just dressed like people from the United States. They dressed like people from, yeah. Take the movie Austin Powers. <laughs> And set it in Iran. Yeah. And that's what you had. Shag a dick. Shag a dick. Shag a dick. 
probably some shaggy dicks there, yeah. But then a very conservative, like hyper-conservative religious organization takes power, and that changes. There were some things that happened in there that, you know, we may or may not have... influence i but uh, we transparently didn't. i don't know what's happening we weren't I, born yet you weren't born yet it's really interesting to me that uh, the one memory i do have of middle school geography was learning about one of the wars world wars because oh, this is before the conflict i thought you were gonna say the hot iranians <laughs> <laughs> that teacher doesn't work there anymore but i remember thinking to myself man am i fortunate that I am growing up in the 90s when this isn't a thing anymore and people are civilized and we can respect one another for their uniqueness, their boldness, their charisma, the ideas that can flow through everybody and that I had such an ideological view of the world at that time and it has stuck with me till today. We we had a very privileged childhood that allowed us to think like that. And unlike North Korea, who can't go grocery shopping on the anniversary of their Supreme Leader's death. Wait, is that a day that grocery stores shut down as well? I don't know that they had grocery stores in North Korea, to be honest, from all the propaganda that we've heard. How do they eat? That's a really good question. Children. It's people. Oh, Soylent Green is people. But here's the one thing I find very interesting. There's a quote from the article that says, During the morning period, we must not drink alcohol, laugh, or engage in leisure activities. A North Korean from the northeastern border city of Sinwiju told Radio Free Asia, which I think is an ironic name for that company considering that North Korea probably doesn't have a lot of radios, so it's mostly radio free. Not consumer ones, at least. And on the South Korean side, they probably have that company named so that they can free North Korea. So free Asia. (laughs) I don't know, Scott. Maybe it's the time of year. Maybe it's just that both of my posts were related to terrible relationships. (laughs) What would a dating app look like in North Korea? Oh, my. Oh. (laughs) Sad but true? Oh, no. (laughs) Uh, You would open up the app, and they would have assigned you your future spouse. (laughs) (laughs) And the two of you collectively hit a dice roll to tell you how many children you're going to have. And probably how much money you'll make that year. (laughs) But I think, Scott, enough with bad-mouthing those folks over there. As we wrap up the week, and we're wrapping up this holiday season, both of us, I think, are stressed to the nines for multiple reasons. Yes, but also grateful for what we have accomplished, what we have from friends and family members and each other. And why don't we just end the show on a more positive note with this week's Upvotes. I'll go first with this one. Since the year 2014, the user Kakalaki underscore guy has posted a Christmas card of him and his family. And cool. I know, but most people are like, oh, yeah, what's the big deal? The big deal is it's photoshopped. What? It's did we not know that the whole time, or did we know that the whole time? Well, uh, if you follow this one and you've seen it make it to the front page every single year around this time, you will notice that it is clearly photoshopped because in 2014, it was... Him and his wife sitting on the ground with their child and pictures of 
you know, copies of them kind of just like looking very stressed out, kind of like how everybody mm-hmm. feels, running around, chasing their kids who are posed throughout the picture. In 2015, it gets a little bit more wild because it's them coming out their front door to see their children who are maybe like two and three years old okay. using a chainsaw to cut down a Christmas tree. Oh, <laughs> 2016, it escalates to the kids being on the roof with a ladder and hanging a big drapery that says in uh, poorly written English, Santa, stop here, been good. <laughs> 2017, the kids who are now a little bit older are in their Lexus, uh, you know, November to remember car with the big bow on there, uh, driving away with with that chalk that you write on car windows that says North Pole or bust. And the parents are like racing, jumping out the window to get to them. 2018 has another uh, as a new addition and the two kids holding a baby on a pole with a with a string of lights trying to put the star on top of the tree. Oh my god. 2019 has <laughs> has the two older kids directing the third kid hanging from a drone. Oh Jesus. <laughs> And finally, uh, 2020s was them hanging lights and the little girl like holding a sign up and a kid with a nail gun shooting at her. Uh, This year's is actually the final one. They're all three of the kids are in a radio flyer with a bunch of balloons attached to it and a leaf blower taking off a la up. So I always found this to be really enjoyable. So thank you very much, Kakalaki guy. Uh, Keep them coming and happy holidays to you and yours. Scott. My upvote this week is just a reminder that as you might be listening to this show on your way to that relative's house, or maybe you've got that Christmas tree in the corner and you're looking at it thinking, I know my partner got me a PlayStation. I don't know how she found it, but I swear to God, if it's not under there, they're sleeping on the couch. Nope, I'm sleeping on the couch. That's how this works. I'm getting this. I get to sleep on the couch. But as a reminder, when all that joy goes away and you realize that you're just going to put yourself in front of that video game that you're waiting to play, you sometimes get to deal with people like this. Nintendo 64! Once that's gone, thank you, good representation, this man said from Murdered by Words, this man just got annihilated. Oh. I destroyed some kid on FIFA and he just (laughs) sent me this. It's classic. I bet your dad is so disappointed. Who wants to raise a man who plays with Madrid? Do you always take the lazy way? Do you work at Target and go to the local community college? I bet he asks you how that degree is coming like three times a month. It's always the same though, isn't it? That tinge of shame, then a small outburst. I'm working on it, dad, and my app is going to take off. But there's no app, is there? (laughs) There's no hope, just loneliness. Holy cow, he went for the head. And that man is never going to play with Madrid ever again. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening to this week's episode of the podcast. We hope that you have a wonderful holiday season, no matter what you celebrate, no matter how you're doing it. If you're with family and friends, congratulations. If you're alone, shoot us an email. We'll say hi. I, yeah. got, no- I got nothing going yeah. on. Reach out. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll be here. We'll be there for you. Enjoy the time with the people that are important to you. And remember, no matter what you're into, whether it's Spider-Man, Ask Ouija, when the or female dating strategy there's a sub for that 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 <laughs>